Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Hey, hey, BA fam. Love this podcast? Of course you do. Just a quick reminder, we drop new episodes every Wednesday and Friday. That's right, twice a week. So make Brown Ambition part of your life and don't wait to listen. Hey, hey, hey. We're back. We're black. We're Brown <laughs> ambition. ambition, 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 ambition. 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 Me a girl, sharp today, Tiff. Girl, well, you know, I have, I've got bronchitis. So you got the itis, mm-hmm. but it's well, the, the the bronch of the itis, yeah. <laughs> the ninth, <laughs> but the ninth grader in me who was in the marching band is like, can we? It's a little sharp. You know? <laughs> oh, but I'm on the I'm on the man. That I, I took some antibiotics. Oh, good. Week. Ooh, bronchitis yes. is the worst. Yes, I just, I realized what it was. It was like, likely a cold that I did not take care of. And I just wasn't, I just felt mm-hmm. so exhausted and I didn't rest. And so it just, you know, this happened same time last year it happened. I was like, Tiffany, we've been through this. And you're also on a book launch. aren't? Don't you always get sick when there's like yes. a really, yes. I just feel like it's our body's way of being like, and now I have to make you sit down. Yes. So I'm cool with it. The yeah. body can only communicate through symptoms you know yes I mean? <laughs> but i feel like you know i feel all in all i feel pretty good considering how when does you? made whole hit the shelves <clears throat> um it hits the shelves november 21st oh so close yeah so let's do like we'll do like a show like that that day we'll do like a made whole show like the whatever that wednesday is of the week that it comes out let me ask the yeah. boss Tiffany, can we do a show about your book? <laughs> oh, it's the best. <laughs> so, like Imani, like just let's make sure we don't book anybody for that for that day. Whatever the twenty, I think it's the twenty second. Like you know yes. what? I, yeah. So let's not book anybody. Yeah. Um, that for Tiffany. <laughs> so how? So we might as well just jump on don't into it. Don't ask me. Oh, we're gonna jump on into it. Okay. Well, one. Let's start with, I know you went to, to you know, lay to rest your, your Uncle Mark. <sighs> yes, I did. Mm-hmm. And it's over now. Thank okay. the Lord. And it was as sad as can be expected, but um, good, positive things. My baby is a dream travel buddy, and he's mm. just like the emotional support dog. That I, <laughs> I saw the pictures. He looks so cute. Everybody was holding him. I was like, oh. Mm. When I tell you, I didn't have to worry about childcare. <laughs> like six hours i just put Aww. remy in the stroller and just i was like he over there some someone's got him <laughs> um yeah i mean it's always nice to see my family but mm-hmm. you know second time in one month and um yeah i've got some great love um from the ba fam after mm-hmm. last week's episode but yeah we're doing we doing what we can do and i came back to new york by the way LaGuardia, i love LaGuardia now 
Really? It's just beautiful. Yeah. They, do they the, renovate or something? They've renovated. I remember when I think when I moved here 13 years ago, they started renovating it. It finally got done. I don't know mm. when, but it's just been delightful to uh, travel through there. And let me tell you, if you want a cheat code for airports, get you a kid, get you a baby, get you a baby <laughs> in a stroller and go by yourself. Because the way I am just ushered through to all the shortest lines, I get to, and I don't even need like diamond medallion status. I get to board first anyway. That's true. And get comfy. And shout out to the random strangers. I'm at that level now of comfort where I'm just like, People will ask if you need help, but you know how you do it automatically. You don't expect the person to be like, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, mm -hmm, here's the baby because it's hard <laughs> to buckle my seatbelt with a baby in my arms. Aww. Very hard. So yeah. and everyone wants to hold a little baby. I'm like, oh, yes, yes, yes. I'll hold your baby while you buckle your seatbelt. Especially belt. Remy. He's just a dream. You know, he's, <laughs> he's just so smiley. Um, but yeah, I was really, really happy to get back. And I was like, let me get back. And um, we had, I thought, what was going to be a delightful double date planned. Yeah, um, well, I brought Tracy as my date, but yes. That's fine. I was just really excited. I was going to get to see you and we were going to do something cool. And I had your, your, your Webby Awards with me. Did you really? You hauled out heavy Webby from Newark to Brooklyn? Yeah, so because they sent me the two boxes, me. and so I like I was like oh, okay, and then I was so let's dial it on back. So <clears throat> Mandy and I were supposed to go to the Brooklyn Museum because yes. Kimberly, what's Kimberly's last name? Kimberly Grant, I believe. And yes, it's Kimberly, Kimberly Grant. with an I. So I yes. love her. And so Kimberly I. Grant, who's a listener, hey Kimberly, hey Kimberly, she reached out to me and Mandy was like, oh my goodness, I am a curator at the Brooklyn Museum. She's One of the three. curator. Yes, for modern, cool I believe. Job. Yes, there's three black female curators at the Brooklyn Museum, which she said is like unheard of. Oh wow! Yes, okay. and so she um she hit us up. It was like I love the podcast. I love what you guys are doing. I would love to give you guys a private tour of the new Spike Lee exhibit at the Brooklyn Museum that she curated along with her team and Spike Lee. And I was like, fancy behind the scenes special treatment? Yes, we would <laughs> love that. Love that. And so um, Mandy and I planned to go on Sunday and um, meet up. Like Mandy, you bring you brought husband. Is that who you initially bought? Oh, I, I, you know, I he he came with me for the ride. Did we okay. arrive at the museum? Did we get to partake in the private tour? No, so, but our marriage survived yesterday. <laughs> so what happened was, what happened was, so the night before, um, a friend of mine was like, because um, I was going to have like dinner with a friend after. And um, and my sister came with me and um, uh, they were like, um, hey, just so you know, it's Marathon Sunday. And I was like, what's that? They're like, that means there's the New York City Marathon. And mm -hmm. so just be mindful because I was going to Uber in. And they were like, don't Uber in, you know, just take the train. And I said, at first, like, so I got nervous. And so I text Mandy and Kimberly the night before. I was like, hey, it's Marathon Sunday. Should we reschedule? Because I heard it's kind of crazy. And it was just kind of like, no, just take the train. You should be fine. So I told yeah. Tracy, let's leave extra early and we will hit up the Brooklyn Library to go see the Jay-Z exhibit. I'd seen it, but Tracy had not. That way we're there an hour early. That way it gives us plenty of buffer. Um, and then we, you know, we'll walk down because the museum and the library are five minute walk from each other. So we did that. We got up. We took the train. It was actually super smooth. Took the path, path to the World Trade Center. World Trade Center took the two the two to Grand Army Plaza. We got there 10 minutes before the library opened, walked around for an hour, enjoyed ooh-ah over Jay-Z's 
genius and brilliant, and then walk to the museum. And I was like, that was, Mandy was right. That's the meanest, that is the meanest thing you've ever said to me. (laughs) The way that you described how easy it was for you to get from point A to B yesterday. Why would you be so cruel? And then, so meanwhile, I I was a nervous Nelly. (laughs) I was a nervous Nelly, like, I don't know. Mandy was like, don't you worry about it. I love Marathon Sunday. So then, Then, I was optimistic. I was excited. I was so excited. Because you know what? How did it go for you? Sorry. I'm so mad at you for starting because the way that that is the opposite of how my day went. I I mean, after all this darkness and like bullshit, um, I feel like I've barely seen my husband and we all know my attachment style now. I need physical. I'm like, just sit next to me so our thighs touch and I can like, you know, feel that physical connection. So I was really excited to have a reason to drop the kids off with the abuelos. Um, and then I was like, it's perfect. We can drive down. Um, well, then we'll take the train. It'll be easy. Um, and we too left hella early because I got two kids and I wasn't about to be late. And I think we hit. Yeah, we, we got on the train at 1230 p.m. Mm. And which was, yeah, to get to Brooklyn, it was going to take us like maybe 45 minutes. And I was like, we can grab some food. We can see. I haven't been to Prospect Park in a minute. Maybe we'll spectate. I love the marathon because it's just so joyful. I don't want to run it, but I like to cheer people on. And like, I don't know, Tiff, the gods were with your, they were on your side because we both were on the same express train, uh, but you were there maybe like 20 minutes before me and yeah. you just missed yeah. uh, someone, uh, someone, um, deleting hitting delete on their life uh via the subway because someone jumped on the tracks they did and... i didn't know they jumped oh my god yeah i mean yeah so yeah our train stopped and it was like this is the last stop due to an injured passenger and then of course we got on x or twitter or whatever it's called still good for you know finding out what the heck's happening on the train mm. and um it it was so bad uh it was we couldn't we were like in the we were in lower manhattan and from there, it was just catastrophe. We got off. I was so hungry. We grabbed a taco for like five minutes. And so I could get my mind straight. And then it was like, there's really no train that can get us across this river yeah. to Brooklyn. Um, so what did we do? We called Lyft. Well, we tried to lift, and it was like, it took 15 minutes for the driver to get there inexplicably because there wasn't much like traffic in downtown Manhattan. Mm. Anyway, Lyft driver gets here and he seems like sus. I'm not going to lie. You know, when the car smells a little funky mm-hmm. and he like didn't really understand what we were trying to tell him on like which corner we were going to meet him on. But anyway, we get in the car and I'm just like, get me to Brooklyn. At this point, I'm going to be late anyway. Um, and we start driving and we do get across the bridge. And then as soon as we do, he starts like he's not following the map. He's trying mm. to find his way around all these like because there's all this like road closures Dragon, because yeah. of the marathon. <laughs> we get trapped on this dead end where there's a barricade and there's like five cars behind us and they are getting out and yelling at each other. Get out of the way. Get out of the way. Our driver's like there's a barricade. We can't move everyone's stuck and then you know like when you're when you're stuck on a one way our 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 lift driver was trying to like fast like like vin diesel his way out like Mm. you know a little bit forward a little bit back turn around you know Mm. try to like squeeze himself out it wasn't happening and my anxiety i am not proud i just was like give me the fuck out of this car i'm getting Mm. out of this car i'm getting out of this car and my husband was like okay so we got out of the car and then couldn't get 
another lift. So we're like, at this point, we're maybe a 30 minute walk from the museum. But, and it sounds so silly, but at that point we start walking and found out that Husbay, man, bless his heart. But Mm. to be a New Yorker, he has the worst sense of direction. And I was like, and I was like, Jesus, take the wheel. Someone else plan, like someone else get me to the museum. So I was like, Bay, you handle the walking instructions. He went the and then all of a sudden a 30 minute walk was a 40 minute walk Tiffany and that was the point when I tell you if you were outside the Whole Foods and Gowanus yesterday and you saw a woman with her head banging against the fence that was me and a very <laughs> a very concerned man who had no idea what to do to comfort her that's my husband and I was I was like updating y'all along the way like oh this obstacle you know but we're yeah. in this obstacle yes yeah. so I was like okay yeah I was reading those texts and it was like, my husband's looking at me, he's like, it's 3.45. We got to pick up the kids by five because Abuela has bingo night. And we promised her she could go to bingo. And I was like, let's just go home. Let's Aww. just go home. But the night ended fine because once I had my kids, I was just, when I'm like anxious like that and I'm kind of spiraling, mm-hmm. um, I hate being away from home and my kids. It's just like, mm-hmm. get them near me. I need to like see them. So once they were in the car... And we were on the way home. I finally like could mellow out. And I said, you know what? Let's turn this day around. So we, t- we went to the grocery store and I got what I like to do to, me- I don't know if this is like something that helps you. You don't cook very much. You don't like cooking, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But for me, when I'm really struggling with anxiety, cooking so calms me down. So I made some banging food last night. I made chicken piccata and I made this like, apple kale salad that I have been fantasizing about eating, but I couldn't find anywhere. I finally made it my damn self. And we had and mashed potatoes and I got a brand new potato ricer the way mm. I'm excited about a kitchen utensil. Uh, <laughs> but a potato ricer because you put your boiled potato in it and it makes it so much like creamier mm. than like mashing it with a masher. Um, and I had a big old glass of wine and all is well, but that was a hellacious and I'm sorry if I cause any secondhand anxiety for those listening. Um, but yeah, <laughs> it wasn't my day yesterday. It just wasn't. And you know, and here's, I'll, I'll say this, that, well, what, I'm not going to lie, the way the way home was a nightmare because they now close the Holland Tunnel at a certain oh. time. And so they like, don't tell anybody. They're like, oh yeah, it's closed. And so we mm-hmm. all had to take the Lincoln. So I was stuck in New York for like an hour just sitting in Uber. Like, am I going to get home? So oh, if it damn. makes you feel any better, yeah. But I was just like, no, I don't want you to suffer. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I should have listened to you when you said, eh, maybe we should reschedule. No, it ended up working because Kimberly, it, it because that was really the last weekend. Because, you know, now I'm on book promo, so I wouldn't have gotten a chance. And yeah. she was so awesome. And like oh. the exhibit, please go see it, the Spike Lee mm-hmm. um, exhibit. And she's just like so smart. She has her bachelor's, her master's and her doctorate. I wanted to um, meet her. Yeah. Like, well, no, well, she's going to, she her. says she's going to definitely, she's like, she wants to take you and husband, whoever on the tour. She was like, no, I'm going to do it again for Mandy. Oh, it was just so amazing to kind of go behind the scenes <clears throat> and to like hear about the pieces and why they were chosen and what she was thinking. And it just was like an amazing, amazing, amazing exhibit. So just for clarity, the Jay-Z exhibit at the library is really like the history of Jay-Z in his life. Like, mm-hmm. you know, all things Jay-Z in his life. Spike Lee's exhibit at the museum is Spike Lee's actual artwork and collection. 
So it's not really about Spike Lee's life directly. It's like oh, he is an okay. avid collector of movie posters, of art, of photography, all things creative and art, of film. Of, and so it's his, a fraction of his immense collection, which a large part of it is, you know, black artists, you know? Yeah. Um, and so it was just really, she split it into seven categories. It was like Brooklyn, sports, um, activism or something like that, like family. It was just, Spike, I did not know, comes from a very, very, very um, artistic family. His sister's an actress. His brother's a photographer. His grandfather was a jazz musician. His mother was an art teacher. It was just, <clears throat> so it was just this amazing, like this, this amazing collection from this man who clearly has a huge love of all things creative and art and blackness. And so, mm. like, and, you know, to hear from her, like, why they chose certain things and not other things and... Um, and what those things meant and how each of the the seven components was anchored. She she chose like a clip from one of Spike's movies to anchor that component. Like Crooklyn was okay. like for the family component. <clears throat> and all pictures of like his um his family were all in there. So it just it was really awesome. And so I can't wait for you to see it. If you haven't, please go see mm-hmm. it. It's just an amazing um exhibit. Um each of the seven rooms is separated by what looks like which I thought was really brilliant because, um, you know, he's a film director. And so it looks like a like a film shoot, you know, like oh, the wooden. Like the like, yes. And so it was just oh, really it so just dope. Yeah, it really was, honestly. And she just like I said, was super kind and nice and smart. And and it's just I also because my, my niece Amelia is really into art. And it, I just was asking her questions like, how did you get into this? Like space? Like, what does it look like? So at one point she worked at Newark Museum. She worked in Chicago. I think she's from Chicago originally. Um, and she was just kind of sharing kind of like her history and and like the school that she, you know, like how she got her master's and her doctorate um, and like what you can kind of do with it. Because I think people mm-hmm. think of these like liberal arts um, degrees Art and you can't do anything. Majors. Yes. Yeah. But here she is being this dope, you know, yeah. brown woman curating. And she was telling me like, uh, I said, well, what's next? Because I could tell she said this was almost two years in the making to do this. amazing. Oh, wow. Yes. And she said the next thing, I think I want to say in February or March of next year is that she's doing the Dean. So she's doing Alicia Keys and, and Swiss Beats. They have an immense. Yes, she said they, a, they, Alicia yes, Keys was house. What yes. was I watching when I saw some of AD, like, the art she mm-hmm. has? Art, art, oh architecture. Dark, yes. So she said yeah. she actually went to their home to kind of view some of their arts or to help them decide and pick. So she's curating that. I just thought that was amazing. I mean, uh, she just, Kimberly, you just honestly just made my heart sing. And just Mm. like a good person, you know, good energy. So I can't wait for you to meet her and for her to, you know, take you around. And then she's inviting us back when that, when the Dean collection is. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. Shout out to the arts in general, man. Because you know what? I'm going to make it happen because I really, I still need just a day to like look at something with some levity and some, because there's so much darkness, but you forget about these you know, these public spaces that are available yeah. to anyone and museums. I haven't been to the Brooklyn Museum in years. And mm-hmm. I remember for me, there's this hall at the Brooklyn Museum where they have all these statues of black women. I don't know what exhibit it is, but I'll mm-hmm. never forget looking at those statues and being like, that's my body. Mm-hmm. Those are my like my little rolls, my fupa, my thighs, like felt so seen even before like Fenty and you know uh, Giddy were using models with like you know regular bodies anyway that's so amazing I can't wait to have and I'm glad you know how it's hard to it's really difficult when you're 
when you have, we've talked about it recently, but it's really difficult to say, to, to say that's enough. I'm going to mm-hmm. try again another time. Mm-hmm. And yesterday when I had to, I mean, it felt like quitting, giving up or whatever, but I wasn't at that point in the right headspace to even enjoy it. I knew, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And I'm really glad because now I've got, and I've got a chance and thank you to Kimberly for giving me a second chance. I can have <laughs> a, a chance to come back in a better headspace, but yeah, girl. Ugh, it was not. It was not the day for May. Yeah, and I, I mean, like I said, it, it's it, it was okay, and and we talked also too about just like for those of you interested in purchasing art, because we talked about that, because you know, art is an investment. Oh, okay, so, yeah. So we talked about that. I was like, how would somebody who wants to invest in art? And she said, you know, obviously when artists are already being shown, you know, it, it could be tens of thousands of dollars, which she's like, it's way out of her price range. So she said, one one of the ways to like if you are interested. And investing in art is to look into prints, you know, like of your favorite artist. He said, well, one, start to go to different galleries and museums to get an idea of what you enjoy and what you like. It's very subjective. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you find maybe, and you know, a type of art that you enjoy and like, you can start to do a little bit more research on, are there any other artists that kind of like follow in that genre? And then look to see if they have prints available. Mm-hmm. That allows you to have a piece of the art in a way that is cost effective for many people. Um, and then also, too, she said there are literally art schools where artists will, um, young artists that are up and coming will have showings, you know, mm-hmm. where they'll do like, you know, like um, a, an open studio like tour. And so you can invest in a young artist for maybe a few hundred bucks or whatever that you, you know, 10 years from now, you're like, I can't even purchase anything, you know, from them. So consider mm-hmm. if you're really into art, like now that I'm I'm decorating my condo. You know, I'm really interested because that's why I was asking her, like, well, how do I purchase art in a way that's cost effective? Because I really want to fill my condo with largely black and brown artists, especially artists, women, you know, mm. and she was like, you know, look into these open studios and, and you know, purchase from students, people whose art you just think is delightful and beautiful. And it may turn into something one day, meaning they're this huge artist. And if not, you have a piece you love either way, directly yeah. from the artists themselves, you know. And so I just thought that, that was a great way to dip your baby toe into purchasing art. Ooh, we, got, we should have Kimberly on and do a whole show on black art. I could see it. <laughs> I could see it. Um, huh, what else is going on in the world? So if you notice behind me, um, the Zen Den is not so zenny right now. If you guys are watching on YouTube, this is November and it's a double. It's this is like I mentioned. This is this is the time of year when it's like okay, let's get it together because Rio's birthday is coming up, mm. and so is Thanksgiving, and my dad's mm-hmm. going to be in town. But for, for Rio's birthday, my husband and I are trying to be like, you know, we want to give him his own day. We don't want it to feel like a turkey day extension because mm-hmm. it is like the day after Thanksgiving um, or a couple days after Thanksgiving. Um, but also, I have a hate so deep for toys. Mm. I I know that I had toys as a kid. Obviously, I did. I loved Barbie dolls. I loved Power Rangers. I loved video games and Game Boy like every other kid. Gigapets, I had them all. But the the I don't like what it turn like what it does to my kid. Like mm. he is so toy obsessed that is he wants to talk of nothing else. We can't even you know sometimes we can't even go to a store like CVS. Mm-hmm. Whoever decided to put model cars at the entrance of every CVS, like, you're the reason I can't patronize your store with my child anymore. (laughs) Because the number of times we've had to, like, drag him out kicking and screaming. Oh, my goodness. 
Um, and last year, maybe it's because he's a pandemic baby. I don't know. But last <laughs> year, we did the whole birthday, like the bounce house and the toys in the morning. And my husband, I think, to heal his inner child was like, let's have all these trucks laid out on the kitchen table so we can come downstairs and be like, whoa. Um, overstimulation mm. is the is is what happens so anyway long story short i decided for this birthday my gift to him is going to be his own space in my basement mm. i have i'm starting to i've been thinking about it thinking about it and designing in my head and i have the perfect plan for his little play area because he doesn't oh. have like we don't have a family room um you know because i didn't have a family when i bought this house i wasn't <laughs> thinking but anyway He's going to have, I'm going to trick it out. It's going to be amazing. I'm going to take all of his favorite toys. I'm going to mm. purge a bunch of stuff he doesn't need anymore. And I'm going to show him that he has amazing toys. And I'm going to have a little art center and a little mm. kitchen. I'm going to set it up kind of like, you know, preschool style, like with yeah. little, little zones and a, and a little library reading area so that he and Remy can play down here. Um, and that's going to be his birthday um experience so this is me just starting it and husband has no idea i threw out a lot of his stuff today he need it. <laughs> he's these old drop claws and like you know like nicks and knickknacks and pieces of like who knows what even half this stuff goes to so that's my uh that's my project for the month okay my project for the month is just making it through this launch you're gonna just do make it girl made it through the launch you know <laughs> Um, you know, actually, if you are listening, which you are, um, I forgot to say, so on, um, there's, there's probably a few copies left. So I signed about 5,000 copies of the book. <gasps> yes. With your own hand? Well, you don't, so the way you sign book, you don't, cause it's impossible to like handle that many books. They have you sign those book plates. Have you ever said it? They look like stickers. Oh, oh okay. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so some books you actually sign themselves, but like mm -hmm. when it's that many, cause they want me to sign thousands, you can't possibly, cause they're like, they can't mail you 5,000. So they send you like book plates. So I oh, signed, okay. yes, 5,000 of those <clears throat> that you stick inside. I then, then the team will stick them inside the books, you know, but yeah. these are signed copies of the book and I mailed them 5,000 of my budgetista bracelets. Mm -hmm. So you should have gotten an email. I'm trying to think like where you'll be able to get it. No, no, you know what? If you go to madewholeworkbook.com, um, if there are any of those, like, you know, you want to pre-order the book now. Um, last time I checked, we had already sold half of them already. Mm. So over 2,500 copies have already been sold. So I don't know by the time this comes out, hopefully there's a few hundred copies left. If you want a signed copy of the book and it comes with a bracelet for free, same price as like the regular book. Um, yeah, madewholeworkbook.com. Get your signed copy, get your budget Nista bracelet. Um, yeah. So yeah, <clears throat> I just want to make sure. Cause I was like, wait, did I tell them? I'm like, no. So hopefully when you go, you're not like, Tiffany already sold out. I'm like, my bad. So it should be, I'm sure there'll still be a few hundred copies left by the time this comes Maybe out. Maybe we do a couple. You can do we. I'm like, it's on my book too. <laughs> a couple for the BA fam. Yeah. I so like, like it should be. Yeah. Like, but like, just, just hurry up, hurry up and go. Madewholeworkbook.com. Um, but yeah. Do you want to take a break? So we come back for Brown Break, Brown Boost. That sounds good. See y'all in a bit. Hey, BA fam. This episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. 
They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Hey, 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 BA fam. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350. 50 million global monthly visitors. That's incredible. This is according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 150 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Okay, it's smart. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Brown Ambition. Just go to Indeed.com slash Brown Ambition right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Brown Ambition. Terms and conditions apply. You need to hire. You need Indeed. Do you ever have subscriptions that you forget about? I did. Mm-hmm. Do you have a hard time canceling those subscriptions because they seem tricky or time consuming? Raise your hand. I know it's you. Okay. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Yes. I can see all my subscriptions in one place. And if I see something I don't want, I cancel it with a tap. I've never had to get on the phone with customer service in order to do so. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Okay. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash brown ambition. That's rocketmoney.com slash brown ambition, rocketmoney.com slash brown ambition. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And we're back and we're black and we're brown. And the green grass grew all around and around and the green grass grew all around. Some of y'all don't remember that song. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we're back. No, and they're like it's like a like a preschool song. So I um, my head is chicka chicka boom boom. When I tell you that earworm don't want to get out, I love that book. Chicka chicka boom boom. Will there be enough room? Yeah, it's great. But I heard the I've been listening to books on tape with Rio in the car. And can we get some updated narrators? Because the guy it just sounds like they were made in like the fifties. Doctor Seuss. Anyway, chicka chicka boom boom. Yeah yeah yeah. 
Uh, Brownies so, Brown Brewery. Yes. Do you want to go first? Because I can't think of anything just yet, so you can go first. Oh, I'm going to do a boost because, you know, okay. one of the bright spots of this weekend, other than getting to squeeze my brother and squeeze my dad, um, was I just happened to be watching CNN on Saturday. Yes, yeah, Saturday morning around 7 a.m. There's a brand new show, and it's called First of All, which tells you what you need to know. It's, it's hosted by a black man. First <laughs> of all. It's called, first of all, and it's hosted by Victor Blackwell, and I was not mm -hmm. familiar with him. He's a CNN anchor, and I kind of like read his bio. He's, you know, worked at a bunch of different stations in Florida, but now he's at CNN in Atlanta, and he has his own new show, um, weekend show on Saturday mornings, first of all. And what I love about it, other than the fact that he is a beautiful black man with like the perfect bald head, like no <laughs> shine at all. The makeup team was on it. And it was his premiere day, so it felt special, um, and it was fun. He had a he had an expert on to talk about the new Beyonce fragrance, and he even like whipped mm. out his like space boots that he wore to the Renaissance tour because <laughs> he's like, I don't have a lifestyle where I'm going to wear these again. So if I talk about Beyonce, I'm going to bring these shoes to work. <laughs> And then we talked about black art earlier. He featured this black artist who I immediately went and found on Instagram and does some really amazing art sort of um, putting like he's a painter and he focuses on trauma, but, you know, painting in a way that sort of like is liberating or liberating from trauma. Um, and I just thought it was a dope show and it put mm. a smile on my face. And so shout out to first of all on CNN and to Victor Blackwell, who I don't know, but I liked it. And um Maybe I'll watch the news more often now. Oh, we love that. I think I saw I think I think I saw you had posted a clip of it, so I posted a little bit. Don Lemon who? Who needs him? You know what I, I know. mean? <laughs> I mean, I'm wish him well, but it was you know, we can have more there can be more than one. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um and I wish him all the best and I hope that his show is very successful. Okay. Well we wish you the best too, brother. <clears throat> I will do a boost as well. So I have been trying for the last mm, 20 years to <laughs> to do the full, like, I don't want to say trifecta because it's more than three things. Like, so when it comes to health, right, there are a number of things you're supposed to do to have optimum health. So one of those things is like drink water, you know, like, you know, like over index on drinking water versus like sugary drinks, whatever. That like, that's what the, was, that was like the first shift I made. I want to say 10 years ago, I was like, girl, you and this ginger ale it has a chokehold. Stop it. <laughs> so like drink water. I was like, okay. Two, you know, you want to have a reasonably healthy diet, you know, like low on processed foods. And, and so like, I, I've been, I've been at that space for a while. Like I don't, a healthy diet for you. So for me, red meat is not, doesn't sit well with me. Neither does chicken. But for you, like my sister, Karen, she needs red meat because mm. low iron, you know, but for me, the reasonably healthy diet, I eat a lot of veggies, very low on processed uh, foods. Um, I get my protein in. And so these are things like, I'm like, I'm like, all right, finally, Tiffany, you're pretty good in that space. Then it was uh, cardio. So two years ago, y'all know I started walking and I walk almost every day, typically for about an hour or so. I'm like, all right, got my cardio in. For some of y'all might be running, rollerblading, whatever that is. And so um, the last component has been eluding me for the longest, which is strength training. You know, like so if you <clears throat> get your diet together, make sure you have your, your protein, your veggies, your healthy eats, you drink your water, sleep. Oh, too, that, that's right. The fifth one is sleep. I definitely like my sleep has improved significantly. My cardio is here, but I could not get back into 
I just didn't, I used to go to the gym all the time and I used to love lifting weights and stuff like that, but I just, I didn't want, I was like, so for the longest, I was like, this is the one part that's eluding me. And I found that I was yo-yoing in weight. And I know a large part is because I wasn't strength training because with no real muscle, you don't have anything to stabilize you, you know? So it's like, if I ate great that week, stable. If I didn't, I'm up five pounds. I'm like, damn, just one week. You know, and I knew it was because, like I said, I wasn't strength training and I really didn't have any strength despite my arms looking like they're cut. It's deceitful. This is just good genes. Um, but I recently started doing calisthenics and I've been really enjoying it. And calisthenics so, is like you use your body weight? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're not like lifting weights? Okay. Yes. Is that like, um, like, is it a class or is it just a genre of... A genre, I guess, if you, if you know, if, if yeah, I would say, so I was trying to figure out, because a friend of mine does calisthenics, and he was like, you know, he's been trying to get me to do it. I was like, I don't want. That's like um, planking and yes. chin-ups and... Yeah, so there yeah, are like okay. five core moves. There's like, there's push-ups, which I do very modified, meaning like in the beginning, really it was just me pushing against the wall, because girl, who had the arm strength? Not me. You know, I couldn't even do like the ones where on your knees, I'm like, mm-mm. So it was like... Pushing against the wall and then like against the kitchen table, so it's like you try to get as close to the ground as possible. But right now I'm on I'm on table level. That's how much my arms can do, <laughs> you know. Okay. Um, so push ups, then pull ups. So pull ups, like you know, like those those are especially really hard, especially for a lot of women because we don't have as much arm strength as mm. men tend to. So I do a super modified, moderated, modified, modified version. Yes, where it's like. Um, I hold on, like I have like a bar thing in my basement and I hold on to it and I just pull myself toward it. So I'm slowly building the muscle that I'm going to need to eventually be able. So it might take a year before I can do one pull up, if even that, but pull ups is one. Um, another one is squats, which I have down pat, like, you know, women got them strong legs. So the squats (laughs) are easy. Um, the other one is dips, which when I tell you, I didn't realize how weak my chicken. So dips are like. You know, pretend like, think about like the, the double handlebar, like, well, like the, the two bars, like yeah. on the left side, right? And then you basically lift yourself up and down and it looks oh, so yeah. easy. But <sighs> you don't use a bar because it's calisthenics? Because I, I know dips with like the bar. Yeah. So I don't, so you can actually do a dip literally. Like I just do, I have a bench, you like I, like a, dip, you, dip. you can literally just sit in a chair and just like put your hands on the side, but, and then you kind of sit at the edge of the chair and then you dip. <laughs> Man, is dipping. But the dips were so hard because I have no muscle strength back here. So I could do like half a one. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so weak. But dips is one. So it's five. It's dips. <laughs> dips. Oh, and the last one is something called the L-sit, which is basically um, core strength. Against the um, wall. Yeah, but I ain't doing all that. So so the 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 what I'm learning is to build a muscle a muscle up to be able to do the thing. So for that I'm doing leg lifts because it's just core muscle strength. So okay. right now, so it's so those are the five. In the beginning, when I could tell tell you the first week I could barely do one of each. But it wasn't about that. I was like, Tiffany, just wake up. They call it around the world when you do all five. Just wake up and just do one of each if that's what it looks like. And then I was like, Oh, I could do five of each. And now I'm up to eight. Well, the the squats are easy. But I'm up to eight of even the hardest one. And I'm like, okay. So I think this week I'm going to see if I could do two sets of eight when it comes to the hardest one. And I feel really good. I'm like, because you can see yourself getting stronger. And I am trying to create a lifestyle for myself where I don't need things in order to to be healthy. Meaning I want to be able to do this type of exercise, whether I'm in a hotel room, whether I'm home, 
You know what I mean? Because I find myself falling off if I don't have access to the gym or my dumbbells, or you know? So I'm like mm-hmm. walking, I can do wherever. Calisthenics, for the most part, I can do wherever. And so it was just, I just wanted to do that as like, um, as like a boost to be like, okay, I finally, I'm like, you're sleeping, you're drinking your water, you're eating better, you're, you're walking, and now you are strength training. Tiffany, yes! I feel like <laughs> I am finally- to- Oh no, go, go ahead, ahead, go ahead. No. I don't know. I just feel like good about like a holistically healthy lifestyle is what I want for myself. One where I feel good on a regular basis and it doesn't feel like this forced thing because I love to walk and I'm actually enjoying calisthenics and I like to drink water and the food that I'm eating, even though it's healthy, I like the way it tastes because I don't like I'm choosing a healthy lifestyle, not from a place of I guess, girl, like all the choices I'm making are made in a space where I'm like, I'm enjoying those choices. And I didn't think that that was possible. I thought like healthy lifestyle meant deprivation and martyrdom. And I'm not feeling that like that at all. All the the five ways that I'm achieving this healthy lifestyle feels good to me. So I'm just excited about like navigating into that space. Good. That's funny that you mentioned that because, and I was going to ask, so the, the calisthenics, do you, are you just coaching yourself or do you like follow a program or? YouTube University. So there's a, like, I forget the girl. There's a young woman okay. on, on YouTube. I forget her name. And um, she does like, she does, what I love is that she did super beginner. So you can kind of see like, oh, you can't do a push up. Can you push against a chair? That's too low. Can you do a, a table? That's too low. Can you do against the wall? So mm-hmm. she does like, you know, I love that. So it's like, no matter what kind of like modality you have, she's like, here are the exercises sometimes to even just build the muscle to be even able to attempt the thing. So, so yeah, okay. that's what I'm just doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's funny that you mentioned it because in the last like two months, um, my mom friend, she's just my friend friend, really good friend <laughs> named Jessica. Um, I she's a runner and she, you know, she's also anyway. She works downtown and she'd be like, yeah, I mean, I ran the Brooklyn Bridge when I got to the office this morning. I'm like, <laughs> you're special. Um, I love that for you. But she and her husband have a sick gym at their house and they're like mm-hmm. five minutes from me. But anyway, I asked Jessica because she's always kind of like going to like traveling for little races and i said i really want to build up to doing like a 5k or a 10k Mm. um because i i enjoy running and i just haven't run in a long time and Mm -hmm. i asked her if she would train me and i don't know much about her history but i know she was like a she was a jock you know Mm. she used to like do sports in college and high school and all that kind of stuff so jessica's been we've been meeting up on saturdays at her house and it's so fun because like her she has a four-year-old um, named Kari and he just kind of like hangs out and their her dog Beanie just hangs out and Kari's like <laughs> blasting Paw Patrol on his iPad <laughs> and she's training me on the treadmill um, but we do uh, we've been doing strength and the reason I asked okay. if you had a coach is because I didn't I, I tried to tell Jessica no I cannot and yeah. she will hand she's like you better get those 15 pound weights oh. and <laughs> I have been so like pleasantly surprised by my own strength and mm-hmm. it does it feels feels really good to be yes. you know building that muscle and it's like you know little progressions jessica's advice was we pick one like we we use her um, um we both have peloton so we use mm-hmm. and she has the tread so we use the peloton strength workouts and she's like we're gonna pick one because analysis paralysis too many to choose we're gonna mm-hmm. pick one and we're gonna pick one ab workout and one strength and one we're gonna do one kind of like running um plan and we're going to do that strength one. So Andre, that's mm. who I follow for the strength <laughs> exercise. I've been doing that um, with him. And like, it's it's cool because it's the same movements. And you're like, mm-hmm. oh, this is a little easier. Okay. Yes. Does that yeah. feel good? You're like, it does feel. 
I yeah. know. Yeah. So. But I needed Jessica to, because otherwise I'd still be doing my 10 pound weights as my heavy weights. And she's <laughs> like, no, no, no. 15 to 20 is your heavy. 10 is your light. Okay. Okay, Jessica, you say so. <laughs> I love just making like fun. these small progress, you know, like I just, I just feel like, you know, I, I love how we are holistically like, okay, there's a better life out there. It doesn't mm -hmm. have to be like this push and pull. You can walk joyfully toward like a holistically healthier, healthier life and still love where you are right now. You know? Yeah. I'm all about, yes, I'm about that. Yes. I'm like no judgment zone yes. is where I'm at. I don't know. I'm not. I don't, I don't weigh myself. I don't think about, I have like, I have to really talk to myself when I get into any kind of thought where it's like, oh, I should be, or I didn't do this today. Mm. And so I'm such and such. And yeah, it's like, yeah. it's really, yeah, exactly. I think it's about doing what makes you feel good and makes you feel happy. And mm -hmm. I think we all have our own way of doing that. Yeah. Um, so I'm we hope you're getting me. your, your health on too. Um, yeah. BA fam, you know, like this is years in the making, child. It was five years ago I started with water. I'm just not getting here. So, like, whatever small little thing you can do, whether it's eating a little better, sleeping a little bit better, taking your walk or run or, you know, do a little strength training, start to add those things on. You know, someone was Have like, a plank you know, party. Yes. <laughs> I love that doing that. Something with your neighbor, with your kids, something, you know, because yeah. if you're going to be here on this, this this rolling rock that we call earth you know ideally you want to be in in as healthy as you can be so you can enjoy it as long as you can so mm -hmm. okay ba fam we will see you on friday for ba qa mm -hmm. yeah financial questions week. business questions career questions just question questions you can ask them at brownabitionpodcast.com brownabitionpodcast at gmail.com Vision Podcast on IG and the BA Podcast on Twitter X or whatever they call X. it these days. <laughs> All right, y'all, until next week or next until Friday. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.